Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to Chester's Mill, non-apocalypse version. We are here to talk about, uh, I don't even remember what this one was called, Breaking Point. That's how uh, uneventful it was because I'm so disappointed that the dome wasn't actually falling apart and all that jazz. So we'll get into it, though. Thanks so much for being here on Reaction Cast. Let's do it. Hello, thanks for joining us for another episode of Under the Dome Radio, the unofficial podcast by and for fans of CBS TV's Under the Dome. And on Twitter, I'm at Wayne Henderson, your voice acting Green Bay Packers fan who's fighting a very bad head cold with the help of Christine's cocoon goop, which turned out to be nothing more than Vic's vapor rug. Who knew? I don't even think it was Vic's vapor rub. It was so non-eventful because it didn't even heal her up all the way. And left all the blood on her shirt, though, just so you'd know. Exactly. I wonder if you could put a bandage around the outside of her shirt. Would that actually help the bleeding go down? (laughs) Sir Troy, I believe that is the equivalent of last season's bloody band-aid. Oh, my word. Good evening, everybody. Glad to be back with you. Yes, we are a little baffled, I guess. I I, I was sitting at work today, and I'm just like, Man, I, I wish I would have mentioned this on the reaction. And, and maybe I did a little bit. I was trying to talk to Wayne to say, hey, did we mention the fact that maybe the dome was just projecting these people outside the dome? And wouldn't it be cool if the dome ghosts were lining up? So I think maybe we, we had the concept that this could have happened. But I, I don't know. Is anybody else really mad that the whole thing was just a giant planetarium projection screen? Myself, I am very mad. I feel ripped off and misled. So much so where in the promo for next week's episode, it says, after the apocalypse, and I'm thinking, there was no apocalypse. I was ripped off. Just like I felt at the end of the season premiere where, oh, basically it was all a dream, even though they still remember those memories. It's like, stop ripping us off, people. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's talk about this. How many times can we go to the well where we undo the things we've done in order to actually keep the dome interesting? At least they actually showed the calcification this week. So I know that there's actually like danger coming because now there's like pressure. No pun intended, because if there's pressure on the dome, it might crack. Well, Sir Troy, since there's what, five episodes left? Uh, eight, five, 13. Yes. Math on a podcast. <laughs> Math on a po- Oh, my goodness. With five episodes left, I think there's a good chance, ladies and gentlemen, they could go back to that well five more times. Uh, let's talk about going back to the well because I had a feeling after that explosion in the tunnels and we saw Aisha Hines do probably some of the best wire acting I've I've seen in a while. She she flew a good probably 50 yards there when that explosion came through. Um, I, I was really like, please do not go back and have Mackenzie Lentz do the oh my mom and the crying. and the, It was a powerful scene when her first mom died in season one. Like you, you can't recreate that magic twice. It just doesn't work. And then when she's like, she fell down and she's like crying in the street. And it's like, no, I, I, I don't buy it. And not, nothing against Mackenzie Lentz. You have to do what you were told to do, right? From a, from a script perspective. But like, you cannot go back there twice as a writer. It just does not, does not fly. Unbelievable. This entire episode, unbelievable. You know, last week when I thought there was the apocalypse and I thought there was some cool, great stuff about end of the world discussions with Julie and Big Jim, I was feeling a little bit more hopeful about the direction and, and but now not so much i want to say we said something to the effect in a couple episodes ago about 
This is about the time last year where they were like, oh, we could do something really cool. Like maybe it's a guy communicating from underneath the potato sack and it's coming from the book. Or maybe it's a person communicating from another dome because there was a second meteor and that would actually make sense, right? But they did like last year, like when Lyle was trapped behind, oh, wouldn't it be great if Lyle could catch the egg as the egg came back, you know? There's a reason for him to be delayed. You know, they just throw it out and it's like, why do you guys not do something cool and different, please? Than just, oh, it's just Acteon and some weird girl who may or may not be Acteon talking to Hunter. Oh, brother, don't get me started on that. I have a feeling they need to institute a rule that anybody that writes any of the episodes needs to sign an affidavit that they have watched the previous episodes so we can have some continuity. That's that's all I'm asking for, a little bit of continuity. And we were there. I mean, this season, it actually had continuity. We actually had some episodes that were like, this is building steam, this is going in this direction. And I'm like, yes, we finally got like a show that's like serialized and... And now we're just like, eh, projector screen. Remind me to buy some amethyst crystal bulbs next time I go to the planetarium and leave them behind for somebody. And oh my goodness, somehow that rickety thing they built was able to lift that amethyst crystal. I don't care what sort of special schematics you might have to build a winch and and pulleys and all of that. There's no way they're lifting an amethyst that big. That thing would weigh a ton well you got to remember wayne that they actually you know consorted with the town hall library and they found the 1984 or the, sorry the 1894 blueprints right from early chester's mill days on how to build a winch just like they did for the gallows still couldn't lift up that big of a piece unless, of amethyst and unless that amethyst didn't have any charge left in it it was just a big giant quartz nothing oh it was empty inside with maybe filled with lightweight oxytocin could be you never know in this show. Now, I, I I, mean, I mean this in all seriousness. I really do. There's such a thing as product placement, right? Right. But then there's taking things so far that basically this was a 45-minute infomercial for a Toyota Prius. And I don't know. the magic what capabilities. Mean? What do you mean product placement? I don't understand what you're talking about. What does that mean by product placement? Well, this episode, I wish we could say, was brought to you by the fine friends at Apple Incorporated, but no. Or better yet, but, the fine folks at Spec. Oh, well, my that matches my wife's iPhone as well. How does but, the charging station actually hold a charge? Please explain that to me now. <laughs> that was an excellent and legitimate question, as is, did we really need to see the close-up of the dashboard console and then the line, well, if we switch it to battery, we could go further or something like that. I, I just wanted to throw a rock through my television I mean, and cancel my Under the Dome season pass right now. We, we, Sir Wayne, Sir Troy, huge fans of the Prius. Every time the Prius comes on, it's like the greatest highlight of the show for us. And it's so clean and shiny no matter what happens in Chester's Mill. But I, I said, I was like, how does it stay charged? And then today they give me the answer. So I guess... We have an answer. It runs on gas. They're not even using the battery. Okay. It was a beautiful thing. So let's talk about the tunnels. The good thing about this episode is that we never have to go in the tunnels ever again. Yes. Thank thank goodness. It's two thumbs up for the fact that the cocoons and the goop in that area are gone once and for all. So yes, there's a plus, a positive. And another positive would be is that we, uh, we have to strike back. 
So now we have like factions fighting with guns, which technically is like the book when we had people try to charge the hill to take the propane away from the chef. If you're going to get technical, Troy, um, okay, I'll give you that one. I really want to know how Acteon was able to put together that care package so quickly and somehow send it via no courier at all. Somehow it went through the red door, through the tunnel, and up through the lake in record time. And how do you get explosives in the water and they still work? That's what It's I want a miracle. To know. A Chester's Mill miracle. Happy Festivus to you and yours. <laughs> uh, yes, so I think this one's going to be rated a little bit lower <laughs> this week. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Five episodes left. Five episodes left, ladies and gentlemen. I I, I can't resist. I'm pulling up my, my tweet. No. no. Uh, <laughs> on my Troy, iPhone. Please stop. <laughs> I, I, I have to pull this one up. Mo- and- Mor- While you're pulling that up, I need to let you know that Morpheus from The Matrix visited me earlier, and he asked me if I wanted the orange pill, which I guess is Dayquil, or the green pill, which is NyQuil. Well, I basically said, give me both. I'm going to need them. You'll take both today, but the orange pill tomorrow, because we do have to do the full episode tomorrow. Yeah, we better not have NyQuil for that one. In case you did not see the trailer, we can't write this stuff, people. The line is in the trailer, in the preview for next week, from Julia. Every time I can't think this gets worse, it does. Verbatim. I I can't believe I I was like, it reminds me of the giant suck hole from last season. Yes. And taking it to the next level. I was literally shocked that they left that line, at least in the trailer for next week. I mean, included in the episode, but to put that in the trailer, you've got to know that thousands of people were laughing at their television sets. Oh, yeah. And we have some uh, news to share tomorrow on the full reaction cast during our breaking news segment. We actually have some thoughts and discussions happening actually directly from the dome itself. Yes, the dome is talking to us. Uh, and we'll share those tomorrow because it's it's interesting, <laughs> to say the least. That I don't know what to make of this news, but it'll be uh, something to ponder as we finish out the rest of the season. These are exciting times. So Listener. let's do let's do a quick one. Best thing okay. for you tonight and worst thing for you tonight. <sighs> I have to think really hard. I don't know what the best thing about the episode was, but it was something that Big Jim might have said right near the very end. I I forget what it was. I, I but he said something that I'm like, hey, that was actually something good in the episode. There's worst no cr- part it, of the episode. Was it was it there's no crying in war red? Yeah, something like that. Or so there's no, there's no regrets, no regrets in war. Something along those lines, yes. So that, that was a positive thing. My favorite was uh, Easy Annie Oakley. As much as I want to stay around Whoville, Whoville. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. He said Whoville. My who wow. chorus. <laughs> Love it. Christmas, welcome here. You know. <laughs> We're getting closer to the holidays each and every day. I just oh, wish man. it would cool off here in Southern California. Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they whistle that tune? That tune would have been at least something recognizable. No more whistling, please. No more whistling. That was Worst probably my favorite part. My favorite part. That was, was when, your favorite part. The whistling was when Carolyn was like whistling for help. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> you know, like we're something really loud. It's just like, hello, someone come help me, please come help me, come help me, please. 
<laughs> and they come oh, running. <laughs> uh, okay, worst part. Absolute worst part of the night. Oh, man, it's, I have to give a tie. I cannot pick which is worse. One was the overt, way too much Toyota Prius nonsense charging. We can go further if we switch to battery. That was bad, but I'm going to also tie it with whoever that girl was, Lily, whatever, on the other side of the computer screen. That was absolutely pathetic. It was horrible. I, oh, my goodness. I Don't ever let me see that scene again. Uh, my the, the acting, the the story, the lines, everything to do with that scene. So I take it you're not going to be doing a rewatch this week. <laughs> Maybe to to hear the the final five minutes and get my exact thoughts on what Big Jim said, and to hear Julia's line in the preview for next week. Yeah, there's a couple of good big. We we might have to think about going with three options. Well, I know the there was Jim one near the beginning. There was one near the beginning that we cannot put out as a possible option. No. It, <laughs> Although it's good. Big, Although it's really good. <laughs> Although it was kind of funny since we we are a, uh, a clean, clean, fairly podcast. clean podcast on the Noodle Mix Network. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to skip that particular one that really jumped out at the beginning. But well, so I really want to know I got what, some. I think I got some goop up here. I got to clean that off. Oh, that's my go. Vicks VapoRub that I somehow got it on the computer. Oh, my goodness. Right. We need to know what the listeners thought of this episode and their favorite parts, their least favorite parts, and how many more times is the wool going to be pulled over our eyes? Let us know at underthedomeradio.com slash feedback. You could also call us at plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine because the phone lines are back up thanks to Lily, whatever no, she thanks. did. No, I, I think it had more to do with Big Jim blowing up some sort of interference that was under the tunnels. And man, I was I was ready to post a tweet with a yippee hooray, but somehow Barbie lived. My worst part for the night was uh, Lily and the fact that they're talking to, back and forth like they've been friends their whole lives. Oh yeah, I hide my actual files in the porn files. Worst <sighs> line ever. Oh man, so pop quiz, pop quiz. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. I'm holding on. Got the number two pencil ready. Uh, you know, I do right here. Oh, it's not a pencil. It's a paper. Okay. Close it'll enough. work. Wow. Troy, how many Emmy awards will this episode win? Uh, I guess it depends on if they actually submit a, an Emmy nomination to the nominating committee from this episode. So if they don't submit any, then they technically can't win any. If they submit one, they have a chance. I would submit Dean Norris for the, this episode. I think his stuff was great. So I say one Dean Norris. That's comedy. <laughs> At least Dean Norris is definitely playing this full force. I mean, I he even took care of Junior there for a little bit. Hey, you know what, Joe? Here, I got a message for Colin Ford. You know, you're in the boat with two women. Grab an oar. Help Big Jim out. He's he, he confronted his son. He had to punch him. He's got a sore tendonitis from that punch that he gave Junior in the face. Grab an oar and help the guy row the boat, you know? That's, you're, the, that's you're the young great. guy. Let Big Jim take a break. That's some sage advice there, Mr. Heinrichs. Uh, and the fact that they go, here's your stinking schematic. Yeah, it's that. stomping on the ground like, you guys blew that up, didn't you? And I'm thinking, Not that's a teenagers. schematic? I never would have called that a schematic, but well, whatever. It, it, it's, it's changed, right, since we first saw it. When we first saw it, it was just 
bunch of crystals, a bunch of wavy sound wave lines, and a bunch of circles in the middle. This time it actually had like the blueprint stuff written on the outside, so it actually looked like a blueprint. Just wasn't oh on the blue, blue paper. And something so. else came to mind. that They're trying to crack the code into Christine's digital audio recorder, and I know you use the same exact model, and I've never heard you talk about it having a, a password protection. Yeah, right there. There she is. Does it have password protection? Uh, it doesn't have password protection, not at all. I didn't think it did. Christine must have hacked it. I, it'd be cool if it did, because then I could lock it out so the kids don't delete my files. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oops, this episode of Under the Dome Radio no longer exists. So well. Oh, well. Well, we are at our time for this evening. We definitely want to hear from all of you guys, because this one was a doozy. Uh, again, plus one nine zero four four six nine seven four six nine. Of course, you can head on over to Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Uh, you just go over there, search for Under the Dome Radio. At UTD Radio Podcast is where we are on Twitter. We also have the Google Plus page. You can comment right here below on the Reaction Cast video or on our website for this episode, underthedomeradio.com slash 63. I am correct if I heard Wayne at the start of the show. I was just too busy laughing at Julia's last line, so I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, we just, we do this podcast for you guys. I mean, we all are in the kinship together. So we want to hear what you have to say. So definitely give us a ring, underthedomeradio.com slash feedback. If you want to submit an MP3 of your voice, we will definitely love to hear from you as soon as you possibly can so we can get it in the show tomorrow night. You, you could even visit toyotaprius.com slash feedback. No, wait, underthedomeradio.com slash feedback. Until that full discussion episode, and hopefully this cold will be a little bit better, I'm at Wayne Henderson. And I am at Troy Heinrichs, and I don't even know what to say because we're always going to be trapped here under the dome. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Under the Dome Radio. Under the Dome Radio is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Get more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Get organized in your personal and professional life, laugh with our clean comedy, theorize over great television shows, and so much more, all waiting for you at noodle.mx.